All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, May 3rd edition, Marcel. It's May now. It's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, the MMA cool. OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Big Marcel over there. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. You too. Talk some fights. Hope you're good, man. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. I mean, you know, no no serious complaints. Feeling a lot better these days, actually. Um, don't have to get surgery. I don't know if I told you that, but uh, they got no. a second opinion, and I'm feeling better. They gave me some medication, so I'm feeling a lot better. Because I remember like a mm. month ago, I was so fucking sick. I couldn't even believe it. But thankfully, you know, the doctors took care of me, so I'm feeling better, man. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, obviously. Man, so many fights on the weekend that we got to talk about, Marcel. But mm-hmm. I, I got to talk about this fight with you before we get into anything. Okay, Sean O'Malley, because you told me last mm-hmm. week about this fight. I know you couldn't break the news yourself, but it is broken mm-hmm. now. It's out there. Man, are you kidding me, Marcel? Versus, I mean, I like Louis Smoke. He's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's like a bomb by any means. He's a good fighter. But yeah, are you kidding me? Can they not give this guy a top 15 opponent? Go ahead. I mean, it feels kind of sad, right? When somebody is. Uh... Uh, going like, oh, I can beat Piotr Jan, I can beat Dominic Cruz, you know. And they come with Louis Smolka, it feels kind of underwhelming, you know. I'm, I'm, for Smolka, it can be a good fight, man. If he can get him to the ground, it, it can be a handful for Sean. But if he keeps standing, Sean will likely win the fight, I think. Um, the thing is, uh, with, with so much talk from Sean O'Malley, you know, people expect him to fight better competition and no disrespect to Smolka, but you know what i mean you know people expect him to fight a ranked opponent in this next fight and i think um yeah why not you know why not but uh, they they probably still want to try to build him a little bit more after his loss against marlon chito vera he won against almeida third round ko last time so they probably want to build him a little bit more but i mean Smolka can get it to the ground he can have yeah. he can do well i think but yeah. that's a real big but you know, I just want to look at his, at his resume for a second. Well, look at this. Okay, so he's been in the UFC since 2017. He did miss uh, two years because of USADA, but he's been in the UFC since 2017. And look at the mm-hmm. opponents he's fought. Karrion Ware, who went 0-4, I think, in the UFC. He's on a six-fight losing skid. That was his first fight. That was a good first fight. No problem with that. Sukum yeah. Todd, no problem with that second fight. Came back, took two years off, fought Quinones. No problem. Fought Wineland. That's fine. Fought Vera. Lost. That's fine. Fought Almeida. That's a step down, but he was coming off a loss. I can understand it. But now he's coming off a win, and he's coming off a big win, and you're giving him a guy who's not in the top 15. I don't like this matchmaking at all. I think this is a stupid fight, honestly. And I, I say that as a Smoker fan. I think he's a good, solid fighter, but yeah, I don't agree with him, Marcel. I think that they should have given him the top 15 guy. Go ahead. I almost feel like MVP-ish with Bellator. That's what someone know, messaged right? me today. They said this is like Michael Page matchmaking, and I honestly don't disagree with it. This is like their version of it. You know, the UFC – they do a good job of not doing that. They don't really yeah. give guys layup fights. Like the UFC has most of the best fighters in the world. Not all, but most. Mm-hmm. And there's tough fights in the UFC, man. Gets pretty much anyone. Like it's just crazy to me how, you know, a guy like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, Nathaniel Wood, he fights guys like Casey Kenny and all these tough guys. He doesn't get easy fights, Marcel. I, I can give you an even more uh, better example. Jai Herbert. Yeah, you see who he, who he gets. He gets in his debut against Trinaldo, and now he gets Moicano. I mean, yeah, that's brutal. That, yeah. yeah, or Sam Hughes, the girl on the weekend, Loma McBurney yeah. and Tisha Torres. I mean, there's some fighters that just get rough matchmaking, and uh, Austin Hubbard's another guy we talked about a few weeks ago. He gets rough matchmaking. Sean O'Malley doesn't. He gets pretty favorable matchmaking. I'm, I think the fights that we went through just a second ago, they were fine for the time, but now that he's back, 
He's established himself. He's fought four times in the last year. So yeah. he's he's back. He's established himself. Aside, aside from the fight where he got injured and lost, um, I think he should have gotten top 15 guy. Like Cruz was the guy talking about him, calling him out. Didn't get that fight, but it is what it is. Just wanted to bring it up, though, because that fight is announced. But, uh, yeah, let's go through the card in the weekend, Marcel. Let's start with uh, UFC Vegas uh, 25. So, I mean, overall, like, I did well, man. My picks were good. I My bets were great for elite fantasy. I'm, I'm doing really good for them, man. I'm so happy because – I got to be honest, when I took over as the handicapper in February, I've been there for just over two months now, I was freaking out. I was telling Cole, I'm like, man, I'm like, what happens if I have a few losing events? What's going to happen? Marcel, I've been there for two and a half months now, and I'm, I'm 10 units up, so I know what the fuck I'm doing, guys. You know, there's so many people out there that are just, they don't know what they're doing, and people listen to them. Listen to guys like me, Marcel. We know the sport. Listen to us. We'll give you guys good advice. Last week, our picks were great again. The only mistake I made was switching from Carolina. I fucking told you she'd win, man. I told you, Marcel. But I switched because she missed weight. So it is what it is. I and mean, it's always hard when someone misses weight and she didn't look good. But the tape doesn't lie, man. And on tape, she looked good to me. So it is what it is. But it's just more proof that, you know, I'm doing the right things. I'm, I'm spending the time researching it. And that's why – and same with you, Marcel. Like, your picks were pretty solid again, I think. Um, yeah, I, I had three mistakes and actually only two because one one was a justice. <laughs> I agree with that. We'll talk about that decision in a second. But, yeah. yeah, for me, the only mistake I made was switching my pick at the end because of the weight miss. And – my fiance was like, why did you switch? It's only two and a half pounds. I'm telling her like, yeah, but you know, the girl looked like she missed weight and she didn't look like she struggled. And she's like, you shouldn't have switched the fight. She picked Carolina. The fight happens. She wins that. I don't know. The whole, the last two days I've been pissed off because I left a big dog on the board and that sucks, you know, especially because I knew I had that fight handicapped good, but that happens, man. The weight miss threw me off. There was a, a fight a few weeks ago about Bahamondi's. I'm like, all right, yeah. not a big weight miss. Could have bet on me lost. So it's like, I feel like it's it adds another variable to these fights, Marcel, when they do miss weight, that it's so hard to predict. Like that fight with uh, Benitez and Pierce. Yes. That fight got canceled. What do you think about that before we get in the card? But Pierce said, I don't want to fight this guy's heavy. Who would have who did who would have had the advantage in that fight, do you think? You think it would have been Pierce or Benitez? Oh man, I mean Benitez was five pounds over, and five pounds over basically means you didn't really try, in my opinion. So maybe he would have the advantage there, but you never know, right? I mean, it's it's all it's kind of a guess. You got to see the weigh-in to how they look, you know. Um, uh, for for you with with Carolina, listen, listen, man. I had last I had last week. I I picked first. I picked Zhang, and yeah. I switched to Rose, and I was yeah. lucky with that switch, you know. Yeah. And you just had bad luck this time. It happens. I hate switching picks. I I, I, I yeah, told you guys every do. time. Like I don't want to switch. Do. The only thing that would ever make me switch is a weight miss. That's it. That's mm -hmm. the only thing. And in this case, you know, she just she didn't look good on the scale, but but it didn't matter. Again, it's not a bodybuilding. I told this to everyone else. You know what I mean? I couldn't even take my own advice. It's not a bodybuilding competition. It's an MMA fight. I saw this girl fight in Brazil. She fought Cachoeira. She looked great. Watched that fight again last week. And I was like, damn, this girl's a live dog. I know some people did cash that listen to this podcast. They messaged me and said, dude, good advice on that one. So I, I, some, I, some people did hit on that one, Marcel. But for me, I passed on it. That's why I'm pissed. I'm like, damn it. You know, it is what it is, though. So let's start with the main event. We both got this pick, right? Yuri Pajaska yeah. knocks out Reyes. It was a tough fight, but he got the job done. Unbelievable knockout. Third spinning back elbow. The other two, I Yair Rodriguez and is it is it uh, what's his name? Uh, Darren Kim. Zahabi. Oh, Zahabi. Okay. What about Dong Young Kim? I thought he had something. Was that spinning? Yeah, back? he had also one. Dong Young Kim and even Zahabi. Yeah. So why are they saying that there's only three? I thought it was. Uh, oh, okay. Yair's was different. I guess that doesn't count. Then I guess Yair's. Yeah. It was a uh, reverse elbow. Okay. Okay. 
So that's, that's, that's it. Dong Young Kim, which I thought back, I remember I bet on him in that fight, and that was amazing. He fought John Hathaway. I was like, yes! Like, especially when they knock someone out like that. It's like the best feeling in the world, man. That was like years ago. I don't know what happened to that guy. What, what happened to Jim? Yeah, what happened? I just want to ask what, what happened to John Hathaway, man? Where's Dong Young Kim? Where's both those guys? Both those guys fall off the planet, bro. Yeah. And I get some comments here. Benitez missed weight, waiting after only five minutes, didn't try it all. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I watched the weigh-ins the whole time. I'm sitting there for DJ Penn doing the, the weigh-ins, and Carolina took the full two hours. That's what freaked me out. She didn't, if she had stepped on early, I might have just stuck with it. But it is what it is, man. Every week I learn, guys. You know, my handicapping is already really good, and I learn every week. So, hey, boys, what's going on, Nick? Kevin, before I found it comes to weight misses, we're looking like definitely skilled and all that. It doesn't give an edge one like leather. Finally, someone turned off fight with someone to miss weight. I agree with that. Now, as far as missing weight and winning and stuff, yeah, I mean, it, it really does – it seems kind of random, if anything. Like, I've seen the stats for it. It feels like if they do miss, they're going to be a little bit more likely to lose. But it's not like the end of the world. And people freak out about this stuff. For me, it wasn't a massive deal. I still had a great night, so I'm not freaking out. But it just sucks to, like, do all the tape work on that fight, get the pick right, Marcel, on the podcast next week, and then fucking switch because she missed by two pounds. It really pissed me off, guys. And again, it's my fault for switching. So I had no one to blame, but I just wish the girl stepped on the skill at the normal weight. You know what I mean? Anyways, Yuri, though, looked incredible, man. I mean, this guy, we told you guys last week how good he is. And as good as Reyes is, I, I just think Yuri's at an even higher level now. Does he win the belt? Is he good enough to beat Jan? I don't know. I mean, that to me seems like a hard fight. Jan Blahovitz is amazing, and he has good counterpunching. That's what I'm worried about with Yuri. He fights a good counterpuncher. He might get KO'd, but man, like I talked about last week, guys, in podcasts, in my articles, the movement of this guy is so unique, so weird. He's got a weird striking style, and it works. I, I thought he looked amazing, Marcel. Tell me about this fight, man. Yeah, I saw some early odds for Blahovic against Prohaska, and I saw that Prohaska was the underdog. So if Jan is a favorite, man, that, that doesn't happen often, right? Yeah, I know. So, well, he's uh, a favorite against Glover, too, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. very rare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, great fight, man. What can you say, man? I, I, I kind of feel bad for Reyes, man. You know, 0-3 right now. Um, people want to see Reyes against Santos. I don't want to see it because both guys are 0-3 in the last three fights, and one will go 0-4. The thing is with Reyes, man, I, also, I got to apologize, man. O on Twitter, I say about Reyes, man, this is a devastating loss for him. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't mean in a, a, how do you say that? Uh, and, a, and a pun or whatever, or, or do you say that? Because his nickname is a, his nickname is a devastator. Yeah, and I said what a devast what a devastating loss for Reyes, but I didn't mean that with anything bad bad things. And somebody said, "I see what you did there," and I was like, "Oh my God, no, I didn't mean that way." But um, yeah, what, great great performance from Prohaska and dude, he took some shots to the chin as well. But dude, as a chin is is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, and I know. He, yeah, he put him out with arguably the knockout of the year already. You know, uh, amazing. It was it's up there. It's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, I went with Reyes, impressed with Dom's heart and desire hanging in his full back card. I mean, he's great, but yeah, I mean, he's lost three in a row. But again, to three of the top five guys in the world, it doesn't really mean he's a bad fighter. No, but he's gonna take some time off. I mean, it was a, it's a, it's spiritually devastating, guys, when you lose three fights. Like it just destroys your spirit as a fighter. So I feel like he's gonna be out for a while. Just you know, I think he's got to switch camps. I think that'd be a good idea at this point. You gotta do something different, obviously. But I mean, he's lost to three great fighters. What a great fight for Yuri. I needed to see what he did. I didn't need to see it. I, I was convinced with Volkan. Um, I knew he was good. But this is something, yeah, Brandon, you're right. The, th the hands being down, it didn't worry me in this fight because I don't think Dom is at, like, an elite striking level. I think he's a good striker. I don't think he's an elite striker. Jan Blahovitz is an elite striker. I think Jan probably knocks this guy out, honestly, um, because of the counterpunching. He's very good at counterpunching. And 
this dude leaves his chin down. But I say that, and this guy might go in there and knock him out. So it's like this is a guy it's hard to bet against because he's so freaking wild, man. Um, but he's a beast. I love the guy. And, yeah, I mean, Dana White's saying he's going to be next, I guess, for the belt, the winner of Glover and Yon. That's a long wait, though, isn't it? Like, I think yeah, he'll fight Rakic instead, don't you think? 100%. Yeah. I also yeah. think if, you, if they say to Yuri, like, dude, uh, it's maybe too long, let's fight Rakic, I don't think he will say no. I mean, if, if, listen, man, if that fight happens between Blah, let, let's put it this way, man. Do Blahovic against Tessera on that card and also put Yuri against Rakic on that same card. Yep. You know, and uh, let somebody be the backup. I don't care who it is, you know, but uh, the winner of both fights can fight each other later, you know? Yep, I agree with that. So, and as far as Reyes goes, what do you think he's going to take some time off or is there a fight you like for him? Um, yeah, he should take some time off. And then if he comes back, I'd like him to see him fight Anthony Smith. I think it makes sense. Anthony Smith won his last fight against Crude, took a fight on short notice uh, with Crude, uh, a guy who was like uh, four or five, six spots uh, uh, behind him. You know, he won the fight. I know it, it, it didn't uh, went the way many people thought, but he won the fight. He got the W. And um, yeah. I think uh, Reyes lost three in a row. So it makes sense to me. Please don't do, like I said, said don't do Reyes against Santos because one guy will be 0-4 in his last four. And that's uh, that's true. kind of a horrible thing. Yeah. Vulcan, five maybe nerves. I mean, for sure. Had to see one more. I still wouldn't lay a large on. I'd be careful. I, this is not a guy I don't think you can make a huge bet on. <laughs> like, you can bet on him. Don't get me wrong. I did. But I wouldn't go crazy on this guy. I I think he can lose to the elite guys in this division. I just think Dom was a decent matchup for him. But honestly, man, like, Jan Blahovitz is such a huge step up. I don't think people realize how good Jan is. They still don't realize it. Because everyone's saying this weekend, Yuri's the guy to beat him. And I'm sitting there like, all right, I can't wait to see this line on Jan because I, I like Jan. My initial lean is John. I mean, obviously, I'll have to like do the work again when that fight happens, if it happens. But yeah, I, I'm with this guy too, Nick Yuri and Rakic. That's the fight to make. I'm with you, man. Rakic is so good too. I mean, he did, listen. The thing is, he didn't get a knockout in his last fight. That's why Dana White's a little down on him, I think. But it just for me, if you're Yuri, why would you wait? He might have to wait a year to fight again. That's that's stupid. The guy is 28 years old. He needs to fight again or so. Dana White has become an annoying fanboy lately, man, in the UFC, man. He's yeah. like, if it's not a knockout or not a submission, we don't care. Listen, dude, sometimes you can't knock out your opponent. Sometimes you can't submit your opponent. They are too well matched, you know, and it's difficult. Listen, man, could Rakic finish his opponent? Maybe he could. I don't know, you know. Uh, we are not fighting there. But um, you got to give him respect, you know, for who he beat and what he did so far. So, um uh, if it's not a finish, it's not a finish. And listen, man, if you are like uh, Prohaska, this is not the next big thing, and uh, you're not convinced with Rakic, let Prohaska fight Rakic. And if Prohaska wins again with a knockout, you give him a, you give him a, a title shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, if you are so convinced that Prohaska is better than Rakic, let them fight each other on the same card as Glover against Jan. Yeah. You know? No, I, I mean, like all those fights too. Let's get these comments. Um, you're right. Jan's wrestling is much better than Dom's. So I doubt Yuri pops right back up. Yeah, Yuri did get talk control in this fight too. I, I think at one point, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I even when I wrote my breakdown for the fight last week, I was like, we barely seen this guy's wrestling. You can just guess it's okay because he's a good athlete, but we don't want to even pop out. It. Yeah, when he popped out, and the, the, the guillotine too. Yeah, yep. Thoughts on Rug Rug fight? He lost, and he complained about <laughs> he's, he's appealing now. He got punched in the throat or something after the bell. I don't. Like, I think the punch came before the bell, and the ref didn't get in there quick enough. What do you think? I thought it was a great 
acting kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I thought. Come on, man. I, we'll I said, talk about that in a second, too. I know I, you're yeah, another yeah, actor. I said, I said it immediately, man. I said, beautiful Neymar performance there. Neymar is, by the way, a soccer player from Brazil who loves to, uh, who loves to uh, act like he's hit. Uh, great player, by the way, also. But um, the great Neymar performance from Rorkroik. And, uh, man, he was just badly gassed after one round, you know. And uh, he couldn't uh, get anything done anymore. And he took... He tried to get the easy way out. He tried to get the DQ loss for, for Kirill Krishenko, I think it was his name. And uh, man, I was happy that fight got TKO stuff. And guys, I have work work and my topology prospect pick. So I'm not biased at all here, man. I'm I just saying what I think. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised he lost, but not, not hugely surprised because he's never been tested. I mean, he fought guys that can't defend the takedown, then he fights a guy who can, and it's KO'd. Yeah. Yuri had press conference and check said he's rocked by Don's up kick. Dude, that looked illegal to me. I don't know. I have to see it again, but it looked it looked illegal. I don't know. I mean, he, he walked through it and didn't care, which is insane. But you were saying he got rocked, too. I mean, the guy's chin is made of steel. He has been finished. I think he got KO'd once. Yeah. He's been knocked out twice. Okay, so Mohamed Lawal knocked him out. That was the second yeah. fight. I remember that because I remember – um. I stayed up all night and watched that card. That was six years ago. I remember staying up all night and watching the Ryzen card, and he lost in the finals. And then he got lost to uh, Belikovic early in his career, but I think that was like ground and pound. He's got a good chain, man. He does, yeah. you know? Um, all right, let's go to the co-main event. I mean, I called this one. I think you called it too. Jacob Chikatsi. He's just so good. I can't believe all many people doubted this guy. He's fucking good, guys. Why would you doubt him here? Cub Swanson's 37. He's, yeah, he knocks out Pineda. Who cares? Jacob Chikatsi is like an elite level striker. Like this guy is one of the best strikers in the UFC and he's got good takedown defense now. He's a serious problem for anyone. Now he's out there. He's calling out a lot of people. He called out Donald Cerrone. He called out Yair. He called out Holloway. He called out Catter. He wants Cerrone this weekend. I don't think they're going to make that fight. I don't know why they would do that fight. They would hurt him badly. And uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, that's also at 170. So that doesn't really make sense, you know? Um yeah, I think many people underestimate him because he lost to Austin Springer back in the Contender Series. That's kind of the thing. But that's so long a time ago. And uh, he really convinced me in that fight against Omar Morales, where he did so well against, at that moment, undefeated fighter. And Morales was, did pretty well in the UFC as well, by the way. So, um, yeah, the Jamie Simmons fight, we honestly expect him to win that fight. No disrespect to Simmons, but Simmons fights a bantamweight right now. I mean, there was a big difference by there on a short notice fight. But, yeah, I mean, I expected Giga to win. I, I think I had him by decision, not by finish. But, um, yeah, yeah, great kick. The Giga kick, as they call it, right? Yeah, the, I was the surprised he finished. Beautiful I mean, I, as soon as the kick landed, I knew he was done. But I was surprised he finished, though. I will say that. That, that part I was, I was surprised about. You must have thinking of a different kick out. You're staying up the kick drop. Them. Yeah, my bad. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the other fight, which we'll talk about in a minute, Pinero. I'm getting the two confused. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second or so. Giga, I know. He just wants a paycheck. He's still in Vegas. I don't blame him. Like, he's he's still in Vegas. He doesn't want to go home to Georgia yet, I guess. And, yeah. Yes, so maybe... Cowboy is a name. Cowboy's yeah, and Cowboy's a big name. name, too, obviously. Who would you prefer to see Yeri fight next, Allen or Giga? I want to see him fight Zabit, but Zabit apparently is going to retire now. He's considering, I don't know what he's doing. He hasn't fought in a while. I think they'll just make the fight with Yair. I don't think he's going to retire, guys. Come on. He's 30 years old, prime of his career. There's no reason for Zabit to retire. You know what I mean? And if he did retire, that'd be such a shame because he's so talented. And we've barely seen him get tested against the top guys. It's it's a shame. People don't think highly of Jigga because going to split decisions and Brandeers and Joel Amherst, but he's a different fighter now. You're right, sir. Not only that, Waleed, I remember before those fights, everyone said he sucked because he lost to Austin Springer. They're like, this guy sucks. And I was thinking to myself, he's not that bad. 
And then he won split decisions both those fights and screwed everyone because they, they ended up betting against him. So don't bet against this guy. I mean, he'll fight someone who has good grappling that really might be able to, to, to beat him. I don't mind even sure who's going to be because the truth is most of the top guys at Featherweight are strikers. So it's actually a good division for him to be in because it's all strikers he's fighting. Jiggis' confidence is coming along. It is. What language is that, by the way? I can't even – What you know what language that is? Is that Arabic or well, Russian? Looks uh, looks Hebrew to me. Hebrew? Okay, Hebrew. okay. Uh, I'm not cannot. sure. Whoever you are, can you just uh, – what language is that? Um, could also be Vietnamese. Could also yeah, be yeah it could be. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or Thai or whatever, right? Zabit's getting a surgery. Retire. Sorry, retire yeah. or not. Yeah, we'll see. And also, Camza uh, had some surgery on, like, his neck um, for assist. That's what, he's, that's what his coach or his team was saying. But some people were speculating it was COVID-related. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, you have to go ahead and go by what his team said. But there's speculations mm -hmm. out there that it could have been, like, a bad case of COVID. He had like the ventilator put on. I don't know. His, his manager says it was assist. Anyways, um, let's talk about this fight. Jan Kutalaba and Dustin Jacoby. I mean, Jesus, what a fight. What a fight. This is crazy, man. This is crazy, guys. Uh, I think that the right scorecard was 28-28. I think that's the yeah. right scorecard. What do you think? Yeah, you thought so too? So to me, yeah, it's actually an easy fight to score. 10-8, 10-9, 10-9. Like, I don't see why it was hard to score. What do you think? Yeah, I wonder. Listen, twenty nine, twenty eight, could they, or uh, Jacoby? Yeah, now Jacoby is possible if you give a ten nine to Kutilaba only in the wrong one. But I think it was a ten eight. But the twenty nine, twenty eight Kutilaba, I have no idea where that one was coming from. I think twenty eight, twenty eight is the correct score, man. Ten eight, ten, ten eight, nine ten, nine ten. That that's the right score. I, I'm with you on that. Um... Yeah, to me, it was, you know, dominant first round. Like, it was one of the most yeah. dominant first rounds I've ever seen. To be honest. He, had, he landed, I think, nine takedowns in that round or something, eight takedowns. Unbelievable. I mean, it was crazy. He didn't really gas, which is which is what I thought would happen. I thought Jan would really gas. He did get a little bit tired, understandably, because of the first round, but he didn't, like, give up in the fight. Like, he kept going. So, it was a good fight, man. I think this could have been fight of the night, too, but we'll see. Um, Let's see here. Hilarious Dana didn't stop cube lobbies. I know. Isn't that funny? That is funny. <laughs> Five leg Yuri Parley. Good job, man. Kenshiro won. You could, they got that, 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 that money lost on Whaley. Glenn Bolton. Mark Smith allowed too many fence grabs around one. Yeah, man. He's so inconsistent as a ref. I know. Who could have predicted that? <laughs> Dude, there was some multiple fence grabs. Anyways, yeah, I think the score cover is fine. Do you run it back or do you just give them different opponents? What do you think? I mean, why doing difficult run it back? I, I, I don't mind running it back. It was know? a good fight. Yeah, I enjoyed the fight. And give plus, them both full camp, right? Plus, yeah. yeah, exactly that. Give them both full camp. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, if they want to go different routes, whatever. Like, I, I don't. I will say this. I don't think Cute Lob is going to get cut. Uh, he's 0-2-1 in his last three, but I feel like they'll give him another fight. He's pretty exciting, so they'll keep him around. Uh, Sean Strickland, man, I mean, kind of a bummer. I, I, this fight sucked. This, this was a boring fight. He just was content to kind of jab Jocko. Jocko had nothing for him. Even Strickland afterwards was like, oh, man, I should have finished this fight. It was in, like, I had this guy, and he just couldn't pull the trigger. I don't know. Like, he, he's a great fighter, though, man. I love this kid. Four-fight win streak. He needs to step up. I just think he's not fighting the right guys. He needs to fight someone in the top ten. Like, I don't know if it's going to be Uriah Hall or if it's going to be Kevin Holland or whoever, but it's time that Sean Strickland gets to step up clearly, right? Yeah, the, he, he has to fight. No disrespect to Jotko, but he has to yep. fight better fighters, man, because yep. he doesn't uh, get his full potential out of him when he fights fighters who are not at his level. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, step up definitely, man. Somebody in the in the between top ten, top fifteen in the division would be uh, perfect. 
Yep, I agree with you on that. Um, and then the other fight in the main card, Marab Devalishvili, obviously. Wins a unanimous decision. Uh, I thought it was 29-28 because I would give Stamen the third round, but Marab won the first two. I don't know about that 30-27. I saw a lot of people saying that. To me, it's a lazy scorecard because he was already winning the fight. You're like, ah, he won the third round. Stamen won the third round. Gave the guy credit. He put up a good fight, but Marab's just another level too. You know, Stamen put up a good fight, but Marab's he's time for a top 10 guy for him too, uh, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to check what I scored because I can't remember anymore if I had 30-27 or 29-28. I had 30-27, so thank you for calling me lazy. Um, <laughs> I, I'm calling, I am calling you lazy because, come on, the third round was Stamen's, man. Even two of the judges got it right. They actually got it right, so you got it wrong. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was close, man. Could, but the third round was definitely the closest of all three. I, I definitely give that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, it was a good fight, man. It was a competitive fight. Uh, also, the first and second round were competitive, man. You know, I think uh, Stamen did well. But I think, like we said, man, Marab is just a little bit better in things that, that he does, you know. And uh, listen, man, Stamen was, I think, never been taken down before this fight. He got taken down. And also, Marab got taken down one time, I think, by Stamen. So, um, overall, good fight. Also, some good stand-up. I'm really uh, disappointed with Marab that we didn't saw a spinning backfist in this fight because we see that in every, one, every single fight of his. He didn't do it this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, good performance for Marab, man. I mean, uh, the guy is very good. Should be undefeated still. I know I got yeah, I... that saying that, but it's, yeah. it's like that, man. I think he should be 8-0 in the UFC right now. I really do. Yeah. Definitely be Frankie Sainz. And the fight with Ricky Simone, that ending was sketch as hell. So, Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how you how you lose after the fight's over already. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that was true. one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Although I remember having Simone, so it worked out okay at the, at the time. But yeah, I mean, he should be 8-0. No. Um, but either way, 6-0. No, and yeah, this is the fight I like too. I like this fight. Marab and Munoz. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I really sure. like that fight, guys. I think it's just a good fight because the thing about uh, Munoz is he's good everywhere, right? And he's a tough out. I thought he beat Frankie too. So if he had won that fight, he'd be on a nice win streak. Probably had to win a DQ, a DQ TKO for sure. We're going to talk about that fight in a sec, guys. Marab, Rick Frankie. Um, they won't fight, right? Like, aren't they kind of like fr- like uh, friends, I guess? Or I don't know. They're both, they're both from... Uh, Jersey, right? Marab, yeah. yeah, they're both from the, like, like uh, almost the same place. Not the same teams, but almost the same. I don't know, man. Well, I guess, no, Marab's Long Island, I guess. It's pretty close. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm not sure because it's kind of like Marlon Marais and Frankie. They won't fight, you know? But yeah, yeah, I mean, if he wants to fight Frankie, that's a good fight, too. I think Munoz would be a really good fight. Also, Munoz was offered to Corey Sanhagen. Corey yeah. told J- James that and turned the fight down because he wants to fight uh, TJ again, which is fine. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 talk about this fight. Let's do it now. We're going to talk about this controversy here, Juana Pinheiro and Randa Marcos. So let's get to the comments quickly. I want to hear Marcel's thoughts, but let's get the comments. <laughs> also, Ken Shuri, you thought Cody won? I don't I don't think so, man. He lost 29-28. Pinheiro asked if she lost as soon as your coach came up. Look, she looked out of it. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Pinero faking or not. Uh, yes, my bad. Yeah, for sure. Different teams. Uh, Upkick couldn't hurt a fly. Okay, so, I mean, to me, why would she want out of the fight? That's the thing. She was dominating this fight, guys. She scored six takedowns. She was beating Randa everywhere. There was no reason she would have lost the fight. She wasn't. It wasn't going not her way. She got. She's the one who got legally upkicked. It's not like Sterling where he was losing the whole fight was going to lose. This girl was dominating this fight. I just don't see why she would have went for an easy way out. I agree the replay didn't look didn't look good. It looked like acting on the replay. But I, I got to give her the benefit of the doubt because, to me, this girl's a savage. She looked amazing in the fight. And then she gets illegally upkicked. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, Marcel, although I know you're um, pretty critical of her. You thought that she did quit. So what's your thoughts? 
So the thing is, man, you know, I hate to talk shit about fighters, but um, listen, man, the kick touched her 100%, no doubt. Fault of Marcos, 100%, no doubt, you know. Um, she got kicked in the head. At the moment she got kicked in the head, she looked at the referee and she's like, hey, what the hell is happening? She falls back. She drops her hands behind her back. I watch it like 10 times. And then she falls like she's dead. You know what I mean? So for me, that's not the way. I've seen many knockouts. I've seen many people getting uh, concussed or by, by a kick or whatever. That's not the way how you fall back. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, that's so sketchy to me. And listen, man, I agree with you. She was dominating the fight. She was winning the fight. If this, if, if that would have continued, she maybe should have. She would have finished Marcos, or she got she got a clear decision win. I think in this fight. But uh, besides that, listen, man, it's still say it's still listen. If you even got a little bit grace, you know, and she maybe I don't say she got grace. Maybe she got she got legit kicked in the face. No doubt about that. But if she got kicked in the face. There was maybe a, a moment she was like, man, what the hell, you know, I'm not going to risk this uh, to to uh, to continue here. Let's do It's okay. And then people saying, but she asked if she lost. Listen, guys, if you want to act, you got to act good. You know what I mean? And I don't say that, that, you know, I know Adam doesn't agree with me at all here. because I don't because she was winning. I just think, why would she look for a way out in a fight that was yeah. in the first round that she was absolutely dominating? Why would she want I, a way out? I understand that, man. But listen, man. I don't say the the kick to her face. I say she. I think still think she wasn't out. But I don't say she wasn't attacked by that kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're yeah. attacked by that kick and she goes down, she might be still. She can maybe a little bit dazed. I I definitely agree that that's possible. You know. But she overplayed it to me. You know. Yeah. And um, understandably, maybe you know, uh, Mar Mark Smith is immediately there with his DQ because he loved to give. That's DQ the right call, though. That to... is the right yeah, call. It's an illegal I, I, knock the road. What else are you gonna call it? I no know. contest. Why would you call it no contest? To me, this wasn't like the like she was called a downed opponent. We all knew she was down, and she kicked. We know you can't do that. So. To me, know, like, what yeah, about ahead, Eric Anders against Darren Stewart? What about Eric Anders? I mean, why was because because Herb Dean's he was he was a wimp. He should have called that a DQ. He's like, oh, he couldn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Friends. You know, I'm with but, you on that. Yeah. That should have been a DQ too. It should have been. Uh, yeah, it's like so, he's ref's gonna have to make a decision. They either do DQs or no the, contests. You know what the, I mean? the thing that that's even more sketchy is that she went out of the cage carried by her coach. Where was the stretcher? If she yeah, was that's weird badly too. hurt. Where, where's the structure? You know what I mean? And people are like, yeah, but backstage she was still hurt. Listen, dude, if, if you're going to play it, you've got to play it well. You're not going to go when you're backstage. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm good again. And don't get me wrong. She might be concussed by that kick. I don't yeah. say she didn't, you know, but yeah. she overplayed it a little there. And many people thought that as well. And still, the fault is with Randa, 100%. Yeah. She shouldn't have kicked her there. So the DQ, I don't have a problem with it. But the way it went, it's kind of sketchy to me. That's all I Fair enough. Say. No, totally fair. I mean, you're not the only one who has that opinion either, Marcel. I, I think the DQ is the right call, though, obviously. I mean, the girl was, she's finished from an illegal kick. So what else are you going to do, right? And there was yeah. no title online, so there's no controversy. Just an illegal kick. We've seen this happen. Like, that, what was it? Uh, lot, lot, this happens all the time. We've seen it tons of times. Brock Weaver versus Rodrigo Vargas last year. That yeah, was, that, but that was awful. awful. Yeah, I, yeah, really I agree. Awful. But that same, very similar situation. Um, but, Here's the thing. That, I hope people are down in Pinero. I hope they think she sucks now, guys, because... We got her at minus 160 <laughs> in this fight. Minus 160. That was such a steal. She should have been like minus 500. She freaking smoked Randa. She'll win a rematch if they do it. I got to get these comments. Let, let me add oh, go one ahead, more go thing. Yeah. Let me add one. 
Pinero is a great fighter, don't get me wrong. It's nothing against her fighting skills because she was dominating the fight yeah. and she was going to win that fight, no doubt. But it's just the the moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's just a moment. That's Fair all. enough. Okay. Um, I hate when people blame the fighter fighters who were fouled. Yeah. Blame Marco. She looked terrible through an illegal strike. She probably cut. It. She's lost four in a row. She's on her Instagram saying that her opponent, you know, basically acted. She called her a know. little little bitch or something. Like, you kicked her in the face illegally, Randa. Like, what the f I don't get it. I don't understand that at all. And there was no belt on the line. It's not like it was Sterling and Yan where I could see why Yan was pissed because he lost his belt. This was just a fight. It was a regular fight in the prelims. And she's probably going to lose her job because of it. So I can understand, I guess, why she's a little upset. But the Oscar goes to you, fair enough. I mean, if you guys you guys feel that way, that's totally fair. Aldrin started a revolution. Come on, guys. I like Aldrin's the first fighter who stayed down. What about Diego Sanchez and Michelle Perea? No one talks about what? that. Uh, yeah. What, what about Joe Spencer? He was like, do I win the fight if I, de if I get DQ or whatever? Or if yeah. I if you DQ him? What were we going to say, Marshall? Josh, Josh Koscheck. Koscheck in which fight? The Anthony Johnson where he faked eye poke. Oh, the eye poke. <laughs> yeah. She poked Ronda. Ronda could have quit her guy. Yeah. She was on to continue. Randa, you mean? Yeah, she did. I'll give Randa credit for that. She toughed it out, man. It wouldn't have been a yeah. DQ, though. They would have called it no contest, which I think it should have been a DQ, too, quite frankly, because I feel like they need to punish <laughs> the finger poking more, and I feel like they need to punish the kicking in the nuts more, too. Imagine Pierre's DFS score. They went 15. Dude, she would have had, like, 200 points. <laughs> She's crazy. 130 points in, in a round. Diego was faking it, too. And as far as DFS goes, these grapplers, these grappling heavy fighters like Pinheiro, she has great grappling. If they can get the takedowns, mm -hmm. dominant control, uh, ground control, they score a lot of points. Diego was faking it too. He he Diego played it smart. You know, he he did he's like, I'll get my win bonus. I'll just chill. Marcos is clearly compromised with a poke judging on her doctor's comments. She couldn't be cut for not taking the easy out. Yeah, no, I agree. You guys are right. I you know, I, I think they might give her another fight. She's been around this board for a long time. She didn't lose like you know a decision or a finish. She finished her opponent with illegal fashions. Quite frankly, a lot of people are saying, why are these kicks illegal now? I mean, I don't disagree with that either. I think they could be legalized. You know, I, I just I don't see the difference really in that kick and standing up and getting kicked in the head. I mean, it seems both really dangerous to me, Marcel. So yeah, you know, um, the kicks, what I would love to see getting legal are the knees to a grounded opponent. And the thing is, like when uh, when you have a wrestler who is really good at wrestling but gases, you know we're gonna spam takedowns to get you to the ground. But at the moment, you can you can uh, do knees on the ground. You know you can spam takedowns because you have to time your takedowns well. Because if you get a sprawl from your opponent, your opponent can knee you in the face. You know I think that that's something I would like to see, but I don't think it's much likely to see that in the in the unified rules we have now. Yeah, I agree with you on that. All right. So anything else with this fight? Anything else you guys want to talk about this one, or should we move on? Man, I really look look forward to talking about this one with you, man, because we had I know completely we, different opinions about it. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, you know, after seeing the replay, I could definitely see what you're saying. But at the moment, I thought that it looked legit. And again, I just I got to give this girl the benefit though, because she wasn't losing the fight; she was absolutely dominating this fight. It was a ten eight round. She argument. was. Yeah, she it could have been a ten eight round. So to me, I look for the easy way out. Like, there's been fights like. Where guys, you know, look for the like Todd Duffy versus um, God, what's the guy's name? Jeff Hughes or something? Jeff like, Hughes. Yeah. yeah, like he he quit in that fight, and the UFC didn't invite him back. That happens. Or Max Roscoff, he quit. Right? They don't like quitters. I don't think this girl quit though. That's my opinion. DJ said needs to down opponent should be legal. Then he had down needs to face down. I think DJ will disagree. Yep. 
thoughts on Ali saying Usman Chiesa? I think this fight's stupid, but you know, Michael's a good fighter. I like him, respect him, but I mean, come on, this should be Colby versus Usman. The only thing is, if Colby's not ready for June, I don't see why he couldn't be though. I don't see this. I don't understand it. But any thoughts on that, Marcel? I think if they ask Colby for June, he will do it probably. So I know why would they even ask Chiesa? I don't. Two months from or not two months? It's a month and a half, I guess. Um, what were they going to put three title fights on that card? Is that the plan to put three? Three titles? Uh, no, they have two already, right? So, um, yeah, I, I honestly think I honestly think they keep it this way because why would yeah, they add any? I agree. Know. They don't need to. Adesanya is a big enough. That's a main event. Why would you but, add Kamaru Usman as a yeah. co-main event? You don't need to. I mean, I I, I wouldn't mind it as a fan, but same, I don't think same. I don't think you do. All right, next fight here. This to me is a really bad decision. T.J. Brown defeats Kakamaka three. So this was a fight I went back and forth on a lot too all week. I was super close to changing my pick at the last second. I eventually stuck with Kamaka because I, after watching the tape, I was like, he's going to have top control. He's the better wrestler. And he was in this fight. I thought he won 30-27. I honestly did. I was really shocked when TJ Brown won 29-28. Every media member scored this fight for Kai Kamaka. I'm going to pull it up, actually, because not only that, but like like 80% of fans also had it for him. Like, to me, this was one of the worst decisions of the year. Um don't get me wrong, it was a competitive fight, but I don't see how he won the fight. What are your thoughts, man? That's kind of super pissed about this one, to be honest. Look at this, guys. I mean, this is yeah. disgusting. This is a bad run. I mean, oh, I, mean wow. I had yeah. I had three three wrong picks on the on the card. It's lost Luana Carolina, TJ Brown, and the draw. You know, so I mean, this is just I thought Kamaka did enough to win the fight, man. I, I, I even I even uh, was uh uh, almost scored 30-27 for him. I went 29-28, but I also thought about 30-27. Um, it's crazy that Adelaide Bird was the ref with probably the best card. You I know, know. They had the best scorecard. This only ref who scored or the judge who scored it for Kamaka. I mean, no disrespect to TJ Brown. He fought his heart out, you know. But Kamaka clearly won the fight, for, in my opinion. So, really bad decision. Uh, they're gonna appeal it. Eric Nixick is gonna appeal it, but it won't we all work. know <laughs> that's not gonna work. work. Yeah. But I'm glad they are because but, it at least brings some like uh, you know light to the subject of bad judging. And yeah. this guy should be punished for giving up bad scorecards. This guy's a terrible judge too. He scored Bollyanna Batello over Carolina. What a Sal Diamato is one of the worst in the business. He's terrible. Um, yes, yeah, is a bad call. I mean, I think Brown first round that far, that round was close. The first round was super close. You can give it either way. Second round clearly Kamaka you knocked him down. Third round. I guess they thought it was a knockdown with like 45 seconds left, but it wasn't. He slipped and fell. But yeah, Kamaka ended up on his back and lost because of that. But to me, it's I feel like they gave it to him because James Krause is a little bit louder in his corner than Eric Nixick was. That's why I feel like James Krause, you could hear him yelling and screaming. I knew that'd be a factor in this fight. I didn't expect it to be the difference because of the judging, though. But yeah. I yeah. I, I was thinking, huh? uh, for people who parlay fights and will bet on fights, you know, I honestly wouldn't know would want to know who are the judges. In I the think everyone fight. like to know that, but I mean, it's like boxing and, you know, for his Because you don't really listen, know if, the main event. If Chris, Lee, if Chris Lee is one of the judges, I'm probably not betting the fight. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know you're saying. He's a terrible judge. He's a, he's a scrub. He's terrible. But yeah, I mean, this next fight, we'll talk about this one too. Leanna Carolina, we talked about a little bit earlier. She clearly yeah. won the fight, though, unless you gave 10-8 in the first round, which I don't know if it was. But yeah, nah. Carolina won 29-28. She looked good, Marcel. I told you, Marcel. You were wrong about this one. I was wrong in the end because I switched my pick like a dumbass because she missed weight. But, I mean, she's not a bad fighter, honestly. She's not too bad. What do you think? Oh, by the way, she looks like um... – what did I say now? Um, J Jada Pinkett, she looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's hair. a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
she looks good, man. In the second, third round, she she clearly won the fight, twenty nine, twenty eight. I don't know what that one judge saw to give it to Poliana Botello, but uh, yeah, good for Carolina, man. I mean, uh, she's kind of, she's kind of underrated, I think, in the UFC, you know. And uh, this is a good fight for her. I think she's two and one now or three and one. Yeah, uh, two and one, I think. Two and one, yeah. Yeah, she. It's because she got that uh, horrible. Uh, what was that? It was a knee bar. Yeah, the knee bar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a horrible uh, submission, and many people underestimated her. I, I mean, agree. Listen. I agree. That's exactly what happened here. I didn't underestimate yeah. her though. I, I didn't. Yeah. Um, but I did. people, people have, <laughs> people in this sport, MMA, they have recency bias like crazy, and they only think about the last fight. But you have to look at their careers too. You can't just look at the last fight only. And yeah, she got finished, but the problem is the problem is she had two fights before this fight in the UFC, and people look at that. And the one was against Lipsky, like I said, and our only and our first fight or debut was against Priscilla Casuera. And yeah, people are not are absolutely not how I Cachoeira, agree, but you know again, I mean? you know, so Marcel, and I agree with you, and that's how people look at fights. That's not how yeah, I that's a, you know, I, I look at what's going on in the fights, and mm-hmm. I thought she had a really good shot. I just Got scared off because I'm just really ticked off because man, you're, you're, you're still pissed, right? I am because I left a plus two thirty dog in the board, guys. That one hurts. That's a, that one hurts. That would have looked really good in the resume, but it is what it is. Um, this next fight, I thought this was gonna be a close fight too, but I mean the scorecards are, are right. Twenty nine twenty across the board for Loma Lukumi, but man, this was a close fight. And if you had freaking what was it called? Uh, uh, minus uh, four hundred or Loma, you were shitting your pants in this one because Sam Hughes made it close, but in the end she loses. Good decision, 29 28. That's fine. What do you think? Yeah, I was happy they got it right, man, because uh, I was like, they, if they're going to give uh, the, the 10 9 round in, the, in round two to Hughes because yep. of the cage pressure, that would have been bad, man, because Loma looked good. Loma looked great in the first round. She looked good in the second round. The third round was for Hughes. So, uh, yeah, correct scorecard from all three judges. Super shocked about it, to be honest, because that doesn't happen often. But uh, yeah, good, uh, well, good scoring by the judges. I agree. Um, two other fights here. Fuck, this fight sucked. Andreas Michalaitis <laughs> and KB Builder. Okay, so I told you guys last week, I'm, I'm Greek-Canadian, right? So this was like, I have to pick one of these guys. But I just think KB Builder stinks. Like, I just think this guy absolutely sucks. I'm sorry to say it. I hate fighter bashing. This guy sucks. He had two opportunities at UFC and did nothing with them, Marcel. He just, he just walked backwards the whole fight. Andreas was content to just win an ugly decision. It was a terrible fight. Katie Buller is getting cut today. He's probably guys with these papers. What do you think? Somebody called him Virgin Musashi on Twitter, man. <laughs> Very hard because of that. Uh, he didn't look good, man. He didn't do, do anything bad. Stinks, I don't know. Man. I don't know what what was up with him, man. You know. Um, and Michalidis, he had probably had 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 this. <laughs> That is going, you know. This this was the fight for him, the perfect fight for him to bounce back of his first loss in the UFC, his debut yeah. loss. So yeah, and he still still one judge had a 29-28. Like how? I mean, uh 30-27 for Mikhail this was the per, was the correct score. And uh yeah, this fight wasn't good at all, man. But uh, good for Mikhailidis first win for a Greek fighter in the UFC. So congrats to him. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I'm gonna get these I'm gonna get some comments now, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Katie Buller sucked. He should never fight again in the UFC. He's terrible, dude. He is not a UFC coward. Someone said that that looked like a low, like a regional fight. It did. It did. It didn't look like, and Mikolaitis didn't look good either. It looked just a bad fight. Everyone thought he was going to get finished. Yeah, it is a kind of a surprise he didn't get finished. He's in shell shock. He just looked awful to me. Um, let's go with some, I missed some other comments up here. <laughs> Kenshiro says he nearly won 50,000 in this case. Sure, he did. <laughs> Listen, like, 
you can hit those parlays. They're so hard to hit. Everyone knows they're 13 like parlays, nearly impossible to hit. Don't get everyone, uh, everyone watching fight one way and then two judges seeing if the other one scored another way. I hate that too, bro. It's the Kamaka one was disgusting. What a bad decision. Uh, and again, and a lot, and you know what? A lot of betters were on Brown. Like a lot of people I find smart, they got so lucky yeah. with that one, man. But it happens every week. There's always, I was lucky last week I picked Dwight Grant. He should have lost that fight. You know what I mean? It happens every week. You know? There's a bad Yeah. I always get shit for this, but I'm really for putting judges apart in a bunker, no sound, just watch the fights, no audience. There are no audience right now, but no audience, no coaches judging. They hear nothing, just the fight, you know, and don't put them just on Kate's side, but give him screens to watch on Fight Pass, for example. You know what I mean? Because so I still, sometimes I see judges, they're looking at this like this. To the to the fight the whole damn time you don't see certain angles from that position where you're at oh so, i know yeah so that's the thing man uh, get them in bunkers uh sound close no sound um you you can listen man if you have the the technique to get the case sounds but not the sound from the coaches or from the commentary perfect you know what i mean but uh also not the the, the audience sound because if you're in a certain country a jab from one fighter gets cheered harder for than the jab from the uh, from the rival who's from a different country. You know what I mean? And I think many judges are swayed by that kind of stuff. So uh, that I would I would put them in bunkers, man. I'm maybe crazy, but that's what I should do. I agree with that. Yeah, you know, uh, I heard Dave Melter say that years ago. He said you should put them in soundproof rooms with headphones on the yeah. audience. And especially the Apex, man, the corners really influence the judges, I think. James Krause really does a good job of it. It sucks when the wrong guy wins, but he did a good job. All right. Um, sorry, I missed some comments. You guys talked about Loma. Dominant. She won the first round. She barely won the second and lost the third. I don't know if it was really dominant, man. She's really small for this division. That's that's the problem. Sam impressed me. She's a she's a she's a dog. You know, she walked forward the whole time. She tried to win. They'll give her another fight. I don't think she's gonna get cut. Marcel, best idea for her in a while. They shouldn't get glorified cage like these. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So and it's not only the judges, man. It's so many people in this media. They just the only reason they like this job is because they want that cage side seat, and they don't even do anything with their with their with their platforms. I'm like guys like me and Marcel just fucking love this sport. Who should be next for Romanov? I don't know. Um, uh, Blagojevanov. <laughs> sure, that's the fight right there. Yeah, do, do the rematch. Do you know if USA is allowing you uh, Russian fighters to the country? Yeah, I don't know. Shamil hasn't fought in forever. I don't know if that's a great like. Example, the guy barely fights, but yeah, I don't know. Um, and then one other fight in the card, Marcelo, before we before we stop talking about it, Felipe Claris defeats Luke Sanders. I I thought this was fight of the night. I thought this fight was amazing. I absolutely love this fight. People were saying they got tired. Yeah, they got tired because they were beating the fucking shit out of each other. This was a great fight, and Luke Sanders somehow finds a way to lose again. Crazy. <laughs> and Chris Tyone didn't stop the fight. I think he should have stopped it in the first round for D or second. I can't remember what it was. Second. Yeah, it should have been a TKO for Claris, not a decision. But I mean, this fight was phenomenal. Mm. What do you think of this fight? The problem with not stopping that fight is because, and I said I agree with, with Chris Tyone there. Oh, screenshot right now. Oh, I agree with Chris Tyone. Uh, because Claris was on his back. And he did three punches, and he's already looking at the ref like, hey, are yeah. you going to do something? And he stopped punching 12 seconds before the on around the end of the round. If he kept punching for 12 seconds, he would have stopped it probably. So I think that was a bad decision by Kolaris himself. But he did great in the second and third round, came back, you know. And the third round was very close, you know. But at a certain moment, Kolaris, I think it was like 
40 seconds to go, he tossed him on his back, you know, and yep. uh, I think that sealed the deal for him. It was that close of a fight that, that made that much of a difference, you know. Um, yeah, it was a great fight, man. But again, man, I, I had a good read on this one. Sanders gasses after the first round heavily all the time, man. And for some reason, he always he always finds a way to lose these kind of fights. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. crazy. He just finds a way to lose. But man, he's actually like not a bad fighter. His, his no, record, not at all. His record in the UFC right now is three and five. But like these fights, like the Yuri Akatera fight, he was winning and ended up losing. Andre Sukutov was winning, ends up losing, and the Nate Man's fight, and then and the Ryan Young, I think, too. Yeah. So this guy is just it's it's nuts. But I like him, man. I, I enjoy watching Luke fight. I think he's a Me fun too. guy to watch. I wouldn't cut him. He's lost three in a row, but sorry, two in a row, not three in a row, but still, yeah, I wouldn't cut him. I keep him around. Get some other comments here quickly. Um, Better Felipe, applied. yeah, good, yeah. I mean, it was close. Turn off late. Would you guys think of the first round? Keep a lot. 10-8. We talked about uh, this already. 10-8. I think both of us had that. Yeah. Because he scored yeah. an 8 or 9 takedown. That's incredible. What are you guys going to talk about tomorrow when the weekend's card is secret? I know, right? Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. I mean, this card is – we kind of know what's on it. I'm just going to mm -hmm. go by what's on best fight out tomorrow. We'll, we'll give our best, you know, leans and stuff tomorrow. But uh, there are some fights bout, that they haven't, like, finalized. I have the bout order. I have the bout order, but – You have the bout uh, order, but UFC stats only has one fight right now. It's Parker. Yeah, I know. Michuki. That's the only fight they have listed as official. But we know there's, like, a bunch of other fights. I think it's, like, a 10-fight card or 11 fights. So it's, it's – it's, Let's see. Two, four, six, two, four, six, and 12. 12, 12 fights, okay. The but the Cerrone fight is Yeah, but Cerrone's not fighting. I don't think – Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. in the fight. I, I don't think. I mean, he might – do they do the fight with Jiga on short notice? I hope not, because he'll probably kick him in the body and get finished. 170, like man. Oh, and, and Jiga at 172. That is just weird. I mean, he could fight at 155 easily. I mean, he's huge, but yeah. 170? Just wouldn't have to cut weight. Um, We got a few minutes left, guys. You want to talk about anything else? Throw some questions in. Let's do it. Um, PFL, we could talk about quickly. I didn't get a chance. Me and AJ uh, and Cole broke it down last week. We basically picked the card, the card completely right. Um, I mean, it wasn't a hard card to pick. It was all the, like, the, remember the first week where I saw the underdogs one? Then all the favorites. Yeah, all the favorites, favorites won. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a few guys that looked really good. I thought Antonio Carlos Jr. looked really good. Um, I thought Martin Hamlet looked really good. And I thought that uh, Ferreira looked good too. I mean, there were some good knockouts. Sordi looked terrible. Sordi looked like shit, guys. And somehow won that fight in the third round because he knocked Kamoji down. But he was on his way to losing that fight. I don't think he's going to repeat this year. I, I think there's this – it's much tougher this year, Marcel. Like, I'm looking at the the the, uh, the pools. It's much better this year, wouldn't you say? It is, definitely, man. I mean, you also you only have to watch the first event to know that the pools are already much better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then we didn't talk about welterweight. Obviously, Ray Cooper won. Uh, mm. Roy McDonald won. He looked amazing. And then Yao Seferino also won. And there was one fight. It was a no contest. They get one point each. That's weird. Okay. So yeah, one point each, yeah. That's strange. Okay, yeah. Nikolai probably would have destroyed that guy anyways. Um, get a few comments in here. Angela Hill's live dog. Maybe. I got I I'm actually gonna look into it tonight. So you said think Kamaro Michael, they think are giving Kamaro Michael to give him an easier fight. That's what I was thinking too, because he's 14 fights into it now. 16 is the record held by Anderson. Maybe they get given Michael to win the 15th, and then they assume that you know maybe he can beat Colby for 16 and then I don't know who would fight for 17. I, I have no idea. But yeah, Edwards, I guess, or, or someone, Wonder Boy. There's always contenders, always someone. Remember, same problem GSP had. Everyone's like, oh, there's no contenders. There's always someone new, Marcel. Johnny Hendricks or someone else will come up and become a contender. You know what I mean? Like Robbie Lawler won the belt. Like people didn't think he would. So we're going to get these questions, guys. We've got 
about five minutes left. Any path to victory you guys see for Nate in a couple of weeks? Absolutely, you can help cardio and maybe, but I got to, again, you know, man, we can't talk about fights. That, like, I am so busy, guys, Like, I, and Marcel is too, but I am so busy with work that that fight week is all that card, but I can't think ahead because I don't have time. I just, uh, so I have to think about this week's card and once this uh, Sunday or Monday is over, I think about the next week's card. Um, get out here with the nonsense. Pro Rebus podcast. Yeah, I love Amanda Rebus. She's great. WSOF started to become legit. Race Defo pulled the pride. I don't know about that. I mean, PFL to, to me seems more legit, if anything. Thoughts on Diego Sanchez leaking the phone call? This is, uh, this is something to talk about for sure. Let me get this call quickly. Random, P- which PFL gave point for fighters who lose by decision uh, point? Yeah, it seems harsh, right? Like you lose a close decision and then you get zero. That seems harsh, but that's just the rules. That's whatever knows the rules are. So thoughts on Diego leaking the UFC phone call. We got to talk about Diego Sanchez. So he was caught last week. I think we mentioned it briefly. Um, the phone call came out with, what was it, emails and stuff with the UFC. I'm not sure what to think about this. I got to be honest. It feels like everyone's kind of shitting on this guy, Josh Fabia. They think he's a bum. They think he's destroying Tangent's career. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Sure. I know what to think. I, I got to be honest. Like, I don't think he's asking bad questions. He's asking about his mental state. And if you know what, I don't think he's wrong. I mean, people have been saying for Diego for the last five years have had brain damage. Fans have been saying this. Now all of a sudden, Diego's the one. His coach is the one saying, uh, "I want to get his brain scans." And people were saying, "Oh, what are you doing?" So. I don't know what to say. I mean, that whole meeting, that was weird. Like, he's asking some questions. You didn't see the whole thing was going on. Megan O'Leary sitting there yelling at him. It was really weird. Like, it feels like there's a very pro-UFC stance on this from everyone involved. Everyone just hates this Josh Fabia guy. But I feel like there's a lot more to the story that we don't know about. What do you think, man? Just weird overall, man. I mean, yeah, um, yeah I saw the I saw the meeting and, and something. That's and weird, I'm right? Magnolia well, well, started screaming at him, and I think I John Anik was like, "Be chill, you know." Um, I, I'm I I have no not too. How do you say that? Uh, I don't have uh, enough uh, knowledge about the situation to give you a good opinion about it, you know. But um, all I want to say is that I. I have much respect for Diego, man. Diego's the ultimate fighter winner one. He's the original ultimate fighter winner. I always enjoyed his fights. And it's just sad that he has to go this way out of the UFC, you know? So uh, I wish him all the best, man. But uh, I, I don't really like to talk about something I don't really have uh, enough information about. You know? I, I, I kind of agree with you, you know? I feel like a lot of us don't have enough information. Again, everyone's just saying, you know, Josh Faby is a toxic cancer. He should be out of his career. And, Listen, the guy is weird. We all know that. The whole thing with chasing yeah. around the knife and stuff and the whole death the knife, thing. yeah. thing with Michael Chiesa saying you could kill him and stuff. I mean, we know that guys can I don't that that I don't understand because everyone knows you can die in a fight. So I don't really understand why that was that comment was so, you know, controversial. Like I don't think he was saying anything wrong. He's like, I teach a guy a choke, they can kill him. I do think there are chokes like that. So weird. But and it's Stranger fighters don't have access to their own medicals. Looks like UFC. I, I kind of don't – I don't disagree with you here, Glenn, either. You know, like I can see why UFC doesn't want to give it to them. They don't want to get opened up to a lawsuit here. I'm assuming that's what the that's what it is. But, you know, basically what's happening is Diego, you know, and his coach, I guess they were thinking, hey, you know, because I'm sure his brain scans don't look normal. I mean, I doubt it. He's been in the UFC for 15 fucking years. He's been in like 30 fights in the UFC. He's a legend, man. This guy's been in more fights than a lot of people. So – I'm sure his brain's Adam, not organized, honestly. What? Adam, isn't it weird that they've paid him his full amount of money um, 
I don't think that's weird. I think that's a respect thing because I think you know he's been yeah, he did so it, much for the company. Yeah, I, it's great. You know, don't get me wrong, but I thought it was it's not so not UFC ish in my opinion. Yeah, that was yeah. I agree. They're usually so cheap and they don't give him anything. They gave him a show win and the um the Venom money too. Yeah, Dio should be treated better by UFC. He gave the best. He did. He did. And I felt like that whole meeting was weird. Megan Levy screaming at Josh Fabian was kind of weird to me. And everyone's saying, oh, Megan, like women power and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on here? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I didn't even know what was going on. And then Paul Feller started yelling too. I was like, what's going on? I thought the production meeting was where they just go and say, like, these are the, these are the, uh, this is how you say your name properly and stuff. I didn't know that they even like had this huge thing. I, I didn't know it was like that, you know? Like no, they, they each had these fights. I didn't know it was like that. Uh, great. Listen to you guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, definitely come on tomorrow, dude. Um, got a couple minutes left. Not much time. Um, let me go pull up bjpen.com. We'll look at some news quickly. By the way, I want to say one more thing, man. Also, yeah. with Magna Levy, man. I like Magna Levy. But uh, with that uh, Stephen A. Smith that thing last time with that tweet, honestly, I don't even think Stephen A. Smith meant that in the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I, I don't mean? think that he was I, like intentionally leaving her out, but I mean, it obviously nah. looked, it looked bad, obviously, because she's yeah, part, of the, did, but... part of the team and she does a great job. We all know she does a great job. Um, Megan sure. has been around the sport for a long time. I was at UFC 141, 140, I think it was, John Jones and Machida at the media day, and she was there. That was in 2011. I was there, she was there. So she's been covering the sport forever. Um, used to work for that heavy website, which was great back in the day, too. So, I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of respect for her, but the whole thing, the yeah. video was weird. I, I thought it was strange. I don't know why she was involved with that. Like, you'd think that would be a conversation between, uh, like, a doctor, that Jeff Davidson guy, or Hunter Campbell, the lawyer, not with the commentators. Very yeah. bizarre. If that's what it was, and they went in there to say, hey, this is how you know pronounce your name properly, and this is some background information on which I'm assuming they would do with those production meetings, fair enough. But I thought it turned really weird. Um, I think that's that's pretty much it, Marcel. Um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys joining us today. And uh, here's another comment. Lots of Leslie Smith when they wanted to get rid of her. Yeah, they cut her too because she was talking too much about a union, I think it was. Um, do you remember a few years ago when they had GSP, Bjorn Rebney, TJ Dillashaw, King Velasquez, they started like a union for, or a fighters yeah, association? It lasted for like great, a week. <laughs> and it was Bjorn Rebney. Cool. Everyone's like the biggest scumbag in the sport. The guy who lied to everyone in Bellator, who treated the fighters horribly, who ruined Dave Herman's career. You know what I mean? Like this guy was not good for the sport, guys. He was the biggest liar I've ever met. I remember I met Bjorn once um, at a Bellator event. It was uh, – Years ago, and there was a fight. Eddie Alvarez was supposed to fight, and there was news on Sherdog had reported, I think it was, and they said he was out of the fight. And I, I asked him, like, hey, there's a report. And he goes, no, 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 he's not out of the fight. That's that's a false report. Literally the next day, Bellator announces. So he freaking lies to me. I never trusted him after that. I'm like, this guy's a freaking liar, man. But he actually wasn't a decent promoter. It wasn't a bad promoter because, uh, you know, like, Bellator had an interesting form at the tournament back in the day. I want to find it's successful as regions be. That's good. All right, Marcel, let's get out of here, man. Plug your stuff. We'll come back tomorrow. Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you can find it. Awesome. You guys can follow me on Twitter, at MMAdamMartin. So, yeah, uh, BJPan.com for all the news. MMA odds bigger guys. Got a lot coming out this week. Opening odds for UFC, Bellator, PFL. What else do I got coming out, man? I got a lot coming out. Um, working for, uh, obviously, Elite Betting, Elite Fantasy. That's where my DFS article is, and we've been having a lot of success with the, with the bets. So it's been going really well. Uh, better than I ever thought, actually. So that's going well. And then where else I'm at? Uh, Miami News, I do some writing for them. Um, Fantasy Fanatics, great app and really good website. And then, uh, oh, Inspectation Sports, a new website I'm doing boxing at. And I predicted uh, Andy Ruiz by decision. I put that in the article. My boss sends me a message. He goes, 
thanks, man. You 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 uh, you scored a plus four hundred dog for me. So I was like, anytime you make the boss some money, I'm pretty sure they're gonna like you guys. So it's it's going really well. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with Marcel at four p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about whatever this mystery UFC card contains. Have a great one.